Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. everybody um welcome i am nicholas i am joined by uh i don't really i didn't come up with anything because i yeah no, I, no zingers today i didn't come up with a zinger because i got thrown for a loop here so uh just justin uh jeremy is uh been kidnapped um we don't know where he is or who is taking him but uh we we lack a certain set of skills we we just whatever skills we do have are not involved in uh, asset protection or asset recovery. No. Nope. So uh, and and we don't have the financial means to uh, to recover him. So uh, hopefully by next week uh, he'll be back. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, we figured why not record an episode because you know, I mean, we should be out there trying to find a way to get our friend back, but uh, eh. In the meantime, let's record a podcast. Do you think uh, you think the people at uh, EA may have kidnapped him? Possibly, because they're tired of uh, all of the the smack smack talk that he gives them about their Madden series. They do get uh, his money, though, so it's hard to say. That is true. They they probably don't care if he continues to bash them because he gives them one hundred and twenty dollars every year, at least. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Is the PC version more expensive or less expensive than the Xbox I, version? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't buy one version of it a year, and he buys at least two. Well, I usually buy one because I'll buy the PS5 version. So he buys himself the X or the PC version. He buys you the Xbox version, but he just keeps it. Oh. That's how that That's why he buys two. He's. Wait, he buys me? No, I'm just saying that's why he buys a PC and an Xbox One. Oh. That way, okay. it's like you're buying one without actually buying one. Oh, okay. That is like, that, I, he's never given me a copy of it. But. Well, he, he, he buys it on digital. Ah. And then he probably can't figure out how to get it out of the system to give to you. So he just oh. keeps it and plays it. Got it. Okay. I, I see. Yeah. That was a lot more explaining than I had. should have had to do for that. I, I just, I'm, I'm just so worried about the, the people who have kidnapped him that I just, I wasn't there. So, yeah, the well-being of our friend. Yeah. So, well, you know, good luck with the kidnapping. Uh, hopefully, yeah. you know, like I said, hopefully by next week we'll find out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, if, we get, if I say if we need a good lawyer, you know where we can find one. Oh, we do, um, because we now know that Jennifer Walters is uh, not only a good lawyer, but a superhero. Yeah, two things we may need in this situation. Absolutely. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the first episode of She-Hulk. I think we can give somewhat of a spoiler-free review of it. Um, I, I did enjoy getting some more backstory on Hulk. Yeah, about what's been going on. Yeah, what what he's been up to. Kind of 
really quickly telling us what he was doing during the blip and how he went from the the Hulk we saw at Ragnarok to the Hulk we saw at, at you know, in Endgame, you know, when he went from, you know, just, you Hulk, know, Roar Hulk smash to Smart Hulk. Yeah. yeah. So um, also kind of gave us a little bit of the backstory just in general of how he became the Hulk, which I guess they did give us in the MCU because you do forget the Ed Norton version or the Ed Norton uh, Hulk is a a Hulk like is an MCU movie. Yeah. Keep the uh, backstory, lose the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I would say that I mean you know it was a it was a good first episode. I am curious to see where they're going to go with it. Um, I don't. I think Titania might be like kind of the 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 pass through villain, like the villain who shows up in every episode, but isn't necessarily the main villain. Oh, is that the was that her name that showed yeah. up? Yeah. Um, so it it'll be it'll be interesting to see more of what goes on there because obviously from the previews, Abomination is showing up, Wong is showing up, Daredevil is showing up. So, you know, I don't. I, I, I was just saying, I didn't watch many of the previews, but I knew Wong showed up. I didn't know Daredevil showed up. Yeah. So, and I don't know how much Abomination is going to be in the show, um, because honestly, I feel like the show, this the Disney Plus shows at this point have just been set up for the Thunderbolts. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> because I mean, you know, they with Falcon and Winter Soldier, they was a setup to give us U.S. Agent. Um, you know, somewhat with um, what was the one where where oh Hawkeye was where they also showed up where uh, Elena Belova, um, Black Widow two or whatever you want to call her, she showed up. So I I, mean, I, they, didn't, I didn't watch any of Hawkeye. Uh, okay, well I didn't give anything away there, but it's, you know. it's, it's so long ago. It, it's on yeah. me at this point but uh i mean abomination showed up in shang chi but i mean clearly they're also having him show show up in in she hulk you know so like they're there's they're setting up with the, the julie louise dreyfus character um whose name escapes me right now i know it's like five words long it's it's a long name it's countess something or other blah 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 um, she, they're, I think they're turning her into the Amanda Waller of the Suicide Squad, you know, kind of because that, basically that's what Thunderbolts is. Is is, is, take, is the Thunderbolts going to be a actual full length movie or is it going to be a series? I believe they said it was going to be a, a, a movie, like a full length movie. I mean, because I was going to say with them. This is a good way to do it, to introduce some of these characters without having to tell a lot of a backstory into a movie. Right. You know, that way, that way, when you have like the Suicide Squad introduce like six new characters, eight new characters, however many, well, both Suicide Squad, rather than give like a 30 second description, you have an entire series where, where, uh, was it John Walker? But you, the guy who becomes U.S. agent. The guy that was supposed to be replacing Captain America, but became, you know, went bad real fast. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be, uh, it's a way to introduce him and not have to give you uh, a bunch of backstory. 
You know, they they introduced Taskmaster and Yelena Belova in the Black Widow movie, but then gave you a little bit more into the, the at least the Yelena Belova story in Hawkeye. And, you know, who knows what else? I mean, in the comic books, Luke Cage is a massive part of um, of Thunderbolts, or it, at least that one version of the Thunderbolts was a massive part of it. Uh, and with them saying they're doing an 18 episode of Daredevil, uh, don't be surprised if Mike Coulter and Kristen Ritter, maybe even Finn Jones, shows up at some point in that 18 episode run. Because that's a long run con- considering most of the rest of the stuff that that uh, Disney Plus has done at this point has been six to ten episodes. What uh, What's going on with Punisher? They've not said. I think Punisher is a little bit of a trickier issue right now. I mean, granted, if you can put Deadpool and Logan on Disney Plus, you can put Punisher on Disney Plus. Well, I'm not even saying like with it not being on there, but like, is that character going to be coming back into any of this stuff? Because I, I thoroughly enjoyed that series. I liked him in Daredevil. Yes, um, I would assume as much because it seems that that they they you know. After they got the Netflix, after they got all those shows off Netflix, and then they put because I didn't they put them all up on Disney Plus Punisher. I know they put Daredevil and Luke Cage and all that stuff. I, I want to say they put the entire Netflix run up on Disney Plus. I think so, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I Punisher has become a bit of a problematic character because of what all the idiots in the real world have done with his logo. So. You know, they they kind of had to restructure his character a little bit in in the comic books. Hopefully, they don't try to do anything stupid like they did in the comic books. Which, like, because I was reading the Punisher, it was a really good series, and then well, it's been in the last ten to fifteen years that they did it. Because I have to remember when I I stopped reading, but they uh, they basically turned. Frank Castle into Frankenstein's monster. You know, they killed him, but then rebuilt him as a, it was just, it was so stupid because they were like, we want to do something different. And it killed the book. I mean, people stopped reading. I mean, I stopped reading it. And then like, you know, three or four issues later, the book got canceled altogether. I'm not saying that I'm the one that got it canceled because I'm saying that there must've been a lot of other people who had the same exact, like, now I'm good. Like, like I want my, like I want my Frank Castle to operate on the outside of, uh, you know, still be good, but still operate on the outside of, of, you know, being right sometimes. Yeah, I didn't read much of the the comic book series, but I really enjoyed that stuff. So I hope they do something and bring him back. Well, because I I remember he was like they kind of involved him in the Civil War series. And he wanted to sign up for, I don't remember if it was pro or anti, but like Captain America ended up like knocking him out because he was like, I can't, like, I might agree with like your, like what you say, but I don't agree with how you do it. It's fair. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I would say uh, one episode in, um, I'm giving She-Hulk, I mean, I was probably going to watch the entire run anyway, but uh, I really enjoyed the first episode. 
Um, there was only one part of it that I was a little bit like, uh, you know, when she gave that whole monologue about how you know, hard it is to be a woman and that makes it like she controls her anger so much better. I was like, uh, yeah. got a got a little preachy, but like, you know, they didn't like that wasn't like that. Had that been the tone of the entire episode, I would have been like, eh. yeah, all right, that's enough of this. But, you know, that was just like that one quick, like 15 seconds. And I was like, OK, yeah. I can I can live with that. Yeah, the, the hardships and the struggles. Yeah. So. So anyway, um, we were we were discussing video games there a little bit. Um, I know this would have been more of a story for Jeremy, uh, but since he's not here, he's been kidnapped. Um, you do you play the GTA series at all? I do play it. I've played quite a bit of it, but I've never really done the story mode. Okay. I, for some reason, don't have the attention span to actually sit down and do those. I just like to just drive around for 10, 15 minutes. I don't know if it's the attention span or those are some long stories. I have also never done it. I'm just not that good at that kind of video game. So I like, because there's been a few times where uh, the Game Pass stuff has been like, download the game, get 10 kills or play for an hour, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I, I can't. Like, I'm not good at the driving games. Right. So, like, if it was just running around shooting people, I'd probably be better at it. But whatever. I give up real fast. Um, so I'm guessing that means neither of us cares that, like, they're going to make the uh, the next one a female protagonist. Like, the, the, the main character is going to be a woman. I'm, you know, I'm okay with it. I just hope they're going to do continue what they've done with some of the stuff I've seen with how the stories are. Because the games themselves have good, good stories and good character development. I just hope they are going to stick with it, which I think they will. I hope they will. Yeah, I, I, you know, but since I've never really played the game like seriously, I, uh, I don't know if I honestly care. I just saw that and I saw everybody was kind of like, eh. um, a lot of you basement, think- a lot of I basement see- whiners. As I said, do you think that's going to increase, decrease, or not affect the sales at all? Um, I think what they might lose, they also might gain. So it'll probably be like a, a net nothing. Like, you know, there, there might be a few people who are like, oh, a female protagonist. Oh, finally, look at this series. And then, you know, the basement dwelling nerds who are like, how dare you put a woman in my game? Um, you know, I think that, you know, you, you might... You might, yeah. you know, cancel the two out. It's like all the people who are like, how dare you make, you know, superhero movies with women? Um, I, I, I can't play with a woman in real life. I don't want to play with one in a game. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, my. Oh my. Get, get, get out of the basement for once and, you know, maybe. Anyway. Um, all right. Um, they finally gave us a date for the Weird Al movie. Okay, what do we got? November 4th. Oh, that's coming up. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. Has anything uh, else been announced with it? Trailers or casting besides? Not from what they've already shown us. Like they haven't given us any more than just the that quick teaser trailer of Daniel Radcliffe as as uh, Weird Al. As Weird Al, and then I I know they had. I can't remember who they. I honestly can't remember who they had cast as as uh, Madonna. 
but I know I know they had a Madonna character in the movie. Um, I'm interested. I mean, granted, I mean, go back a few episodes when we talked about the Weird Al concert the three of us went to, and uh, you know, I think you'll know we're all all of us stand on 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 the Weird Al aspect. So, um, uh, Ev- Evan, Evan, Evan Rachel, Rachel Wood. Wood. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Rain Wilson. Okay, who's Rain Wilson playing? Uh, Doctor Demento. Oh, that's a good choice. Uh, uh, Julian Nicholson. Not sure who that is. Toby Haas. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other ones that I'm not really sure who some of these people are. There might it might be some of those like oh, I know who that guy is oh that's his name oh could, could very well be this guy looks like Dog the Bounty Hunter and does it say who they have cast for uh, Jim Bermuda Shorts Schwartz because I assume um, that I assume that uh, he no. uh, uh, I figure they I figure they um, real name. Uh, da, 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 da. You have a Roku, right? Yes. Okay. So I don't, yeah, and I don't know if Jeremy has a Roku. Maybe the kidnappers will give him one. Um, There's a guy cast as Hulk Hogan. <laughs> why, why is what? Why is there a Hulk Hogan in the Weird Al movie? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. There's a guy in here who's cast this Coolio. Okay, that one makes sense. Yeah. Because, you know. I, I didn't know who Toby Haas was until I just seen a picture of him without his beard. And I was like, oh, it's that guy. See, I told you. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll definitely check it out. Is this going to be one in theaters, or is this going to be one of those streaming? I, th- I think because Roku's the one that was making it, that it's just going to Ro- the Roku channel. Um, Interesting. So you know, I'm not, which is really big for them. Um, I think that's interesting. IMDb has Evan Rachel Wood listed ahead of Daniel Radcliffe. Um, well, to be fair, Daniel Radcliffe's got that Harry Potter money. Yeah, he's, he's probably not the top built guy. Um, uh, Thomas Lennon is going to be in the movie, but it doesn't have a character name attached to him, so that must mean that they are trying to keep his um, his identity. Yeah, like he's they they can't hide that he's in the movie, but they can hide who he is. Right. Um, they have an Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Um. Okay, the guy they hired for Hulk Hogan, I, I can see it. Uh, hey, he, he looks like a meathead. Yeah. But what does Hulk Hogan have to do with Weird Al? I, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of, I mean, I know that there's other guys than Jim Bermuda Schwartz in the Weird Al band, and they have been with him from the beginning. But, uh, you know, so, you know. So they're not going to be offended if they're not in the movie because they weren't in UHF, but I would assume as much that, you know. Um, okay. Um, well, speaking of, of Madonna and Weird Al, um, did you see that she has decided, because they've been trying to make a Madonna biopic, like uh, 
they did for Elton John and Queen and Johnny Cash and you know all those you know basically the whole host of of biopic movies they make about you know famous artists. No, I did not see anything about that. Okay, yeah, well they they've been trying to make one for a while, and it just it's never gotten off the off the ground for whatever reason. And uh, she has decided that she is going to just direct it herself. Because she can't handle us misogynistic men uh, to do it right. I'm sure she could find a female director that could easily do this then. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, great. Like, you don't want to have that happen. You want to be in control of your story and make sure it gets told the way you want it to get told. I'm totally on board with that. I understand. But, uh, I mean, maybe hire a director. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's plenty of yeah there's there's plenty of them out there. Um, although I did, I'll have to pull it back up. I did at one point because um, you know when I was writing that down a couple weeks ago, um, I did look up the fact that she has directed um, a couple of movies, which I was like, really? Like I never heard of, and I had never heard of them. Let me let me pull it back up here because you know you'd think yeah. being being that we're professional, we would. I mean, yeah i I don't really have too much of an interest in this. No, I'd like I don't. To, I'd, I'd like to know some of the other things she's directed before I make a. Uh, yeah, she directed a movie called Filth and Wisdom back in two thousand and eight. Okay. Um. Claims it's a comedy centered on three roommates living in London. Um, Wouldn't that be uh, flatmates then? Well, yeah, I just, I translated it. Um, And then she directed a movie called W.E., which was centered on King Edward VIII and Wallace Simpson. So, um, I, I... yeah, I mean, I can't say I've heard of either one of them. It sounds like it might be some artsy-fartsy crap. Yeah, but, you know, so I guess she's not completely, you know, she's she, done two She's yeah, done two she, movies, so, she, you know. She has some stuff under her belt. So maybe she, maybe she can. I just don't know if, like, directing a movie about yourself, I don't know. I mean. Right, I feel like if you want to make a good movie about you and you know, your struggles and successes and you want people to actually go and enjoy and get like a sense of who you are. You get somebody who has the chops to do it. Right. Whether it's male, female, robot, alien. I would like to see a movie directed by an alien. It would be interesting to see that. Um, Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe we maybe have talked about it in the past, but uh, like, you know, like if we lived in the Star Wars universe, like what what's on TV? Like, is there is there TV in the Star Wars universe? Like you're flying around on a spaceship. Like, do you just sit there and stare at the wall? Like, cl- clearly you have some sort of like entertainment device. Right. Like what? Bes- what kind besides of- listening to a, what is this, a cantina band? Oh, yeah. Over and over and over. And over, or or playing, or playing that 3D chess game that uh, Chewie will rip your arms off over. 
I would I would play the 3D chess game. I'm not very good at chess, but I would definitely play it. Yeah, I mean, you know, since I'm not very good at it, I would probably let the Wookiee win. Um, actually, I don't know if I'd let him. He'd probably just win. Yeah, I, I'm too competitive to let him win, but I'm not good enough to actually win. So, um, I, either way, I'd keep both of my arms. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, I've, I've I have wondered that in the past because like I was watching Clone Wars, I think, or maybe Rebels, one of those two, and and they like they had like a news report, like they saw something on like a you know some sort of screen, and I was like huh never dawned on me that like this like they just go skipping around from planet to planet like surely like there's an entertainment industry somewhere i mean they have to have some downtime to do something right so not not everyone is what jedi or right you know so i can't think what the evils were called um the empire sith lords the the sith lord yeah I mean, you know, there's just probably a large amount of people who just go about their day-to-day lives not dealing with Jedi or Sith. Like, right. They see yeah. all this stuff going on. There's probably that guy who's like, I've never seen either of those in my life. Oh, they finally came to this planet? Oh. I'm just I'm just growing this cabbage. Oh. Man, I don't have a good way of transitioning to either of the next two stories. So, uh, Fantastic Four. I mean, since we skipped right over, we probably should have talked about this back when we were talking about She-Hulk. Um, Fantastic Four story. They've announced. Uh, they haven't announced the cast yet. Um, there, a lot of belief is that they have already completely cast it, and it is. They're just waiting to announce it any day now. Uh, probably at whatever their D23 thing is here in a little bit. Uh, but they did say it's not going to be an origin story. Good. We don't need one. Right. You know, I mean, the the, the joke I've, we've been making, we've been making other podcasts that I've been involved with and making that we just, we don't need to see Thomas and Martha killed again. Like, how'd you go know, from Fantastic Four to Batman? Well, it's like the, oh, it's, that's I, I got you. You don't need to see it. We know what's going on. Right, we know the we, story. We've had three Fantastic Four origin movies. You know, we don't need it again. Now, granted, one of them was never officially released, but it's easily enough to find the Roger Corman one. You can find it if you want to watch it. Um, we don't need. We know the story. Like we, you know, we've had the cartoon. We've had the movies. We can just give us a new cast and start, kind of like they did with Spider Man. We don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. We'll just start, you know, somewhere in the middle and pick up the important parts as we go along. Yeah. So I'm I'm 100% on board with, with that idea that, you know, we're not going to get the, the origin story. We're just going to get a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Uh, eventually, he's got to be done. If you don't know the origin story by now, that's that's on you. Yeah, and there are a lot of, and again, this is probably when we should have talked about it back with She-Hulk. There's a lot of people, you know, making rumors or saying that Ben Grimm might show up on She-Hulk. But, you know, these are probably the same people in the same rumors that said that uh, Mephisto was going to be the main bad guy of WandaVision. So, you know, 
you know, we should all take uh, internet rumors with a grain of salt and then not get mad when they don't come true. Because, you know, they're internet rumors. Right. You know, we could start one whenever we want. Yeah, if you read it on the internet, it's got to be true. Right. Um, well, speaking of things that we did read on the internet that are 100% true, um, Batgirl. Are, are you, yeah, so you are aware of that controversy. Um, I don't know, man. What You know, they, they keep saying that, like, you know, part, part of it was, like, you know, it's a restructured, like, Warner Brothers and Discovery have merged, and they're restructuring. So, like, they just were like, we can write this $90 million off, so we'll just never release this movie. I don't believe for a second that that movie will never see the light of day. Um, you don't have a movie of that caliber that doesn't eventually find its way out. Yeah, it's somewhere, somehow. Yeah. Uh, whether it gets leaked and then, the you know, it just makes it away around the... the I, I noticed when you said leaked, you did not use air quotes. Because it won't be an accident. It will. Uh, yeah, air quote, un, when it gets quote unquote leaked. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, well, that's how we got that Roger Corman Fantastic Four. It got out of the studio somehow. Um, and then it made its way around the convention circuit. You know, people had tapes. I mean, they still don't. I still don't think they've ever actually officially released it. But it's easy enough to find if you want it. Like, I mean, I think it's on YouTube in its entirety. And, you know, Marvel or whoever owns it never bothered to be like, take that down. And they're just like, well, it's, it's, it's out there. Yeah. Um, I, I don't believe that you can you spend $90 million and get Brendan Fraser and Michael Keaton and some of the other people they got in that movie and then just never release it. No, there's no way. You know, especially with the with everything going on with Ezra Miller. Yeah. Which you know, I don't know how far into that we want to go, but Ezra Miller in his personal life has made it damn near impossible for them to release the Flash movie. You know, because yeah, the the Batgirl movie. The report was that you know. They've spent $90 million on it already, and it apparently was just bad. It was awful. Which, for Warner Brothers to say this is awful, it must have been pretty bad, because look at the ones they did release. Um, but basically, they were like, we're going to have to put so much more money into fixing this that it's just not worth it. I don't, from everything I understand, it was pretty much in the can. I don't know if they still had, like, CGI and some of the, the you know, finer points of the graphics to finish or if it was really just like because I don't I think they were done with all the shooting like I don't think it wasn't like they were like a week away from being done shooting and they're like shut it down like it sounded like everybody was already offset yeah, everything and was wrapped and everything was wrapped so I mean there is I couldn't find a, an exact article um but I know that it's happened a lot over time where there have been movies that for whatever reason, they said, um, we can't release this. Um, and then three, four, 10 years later, it got released. Like they finally were like, eh, let's just 
quietly sneak this back out. Yeah. Um, en- enough stuff has already come out that we can just kind of be like, oh, here you go. And we're not you gonna know, make we're not gonna make you pay for it. And they're gonna have to, you know, at some point they're gonna have to, you know, do something to you know keep their streaming service alive. And they're so you know, a couple years from now, they're gonna be like the movie you thought would never come out. Finally coming to Disney HBO Discovery Warner, Plus. Warner, Warner Plus. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I mean, it's it, you know, so you know, I, it's just a it's a matter of I don't believe for a second that it will never see the light of day. Yeah, I it's, could. Very, it's very sad to uh as someone who's always been a fan of like the DC stuff, the comics, the cartoons, the games, some of the like original Batman stuff that DC is just constantly falling short. They're just shitting the bed like it's nobody's business. Yeah, like they don't own the bed. Yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. I don't understand how you can be that good for as long as they were, and then just like completely fall apart. You know, and I don't know, and you can't blame Zack Snyder for it. I mean, it's not for all of it. I, I mean, wonder, I wonder if you can go back and look to see a around the time where things just went sideways for them to see if there was like a change in like a VP of marketing or just a general VP. Like if there was some kind of structured change right around the time and be like, that's it. That's where it went wrong. I bet you if we, if we did the the deep dive into it, we could probably figure that out. Uh, People smarter than us have probably done it. Um, because I mean, you, when you look at it, like you can't say, well, Batman or Robin, you know, almost killed it because you do have, um, you know, Batman begins dark Knight, dark Knight rises come out. And those, you know, especially the dark Knight. I mean, all three of those movies are pretty good, but the dark Knight is, is, you know, one of the finest examples of the comic book movie ever made. Um, Somehow, shortly after that, or around the same time as that, you know, and like, so like I said, I know you can't blame Zack Snyder for it entirely, because there's got to be other people involved there. Um, But I mean, you can almost blame Marvel for DC's failure, because DC was just, and I think part of the DC problem is, is that for so long, Warner Brothers has just been obsessed with Batman and Superman. Yeah. And they, for whatever reason, never really tried to play with their other characters until until more recently. They, yeah, I'd say the little they did was mostly in the animated stuff. Right. I mean, you know, they've done some really good animated movies. Um, Even like the TV show, like Justice League Animated... They deal with a lot more of the those characters, but right. it's just the animated version. Yeah. So you know, like I, I don't know. I couldn't tell. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah, you can see me again. Um, you know, because I mean, they did Green Lantern, and that was obviously god awful. Mm, yeah, I, I don't want to remember that one existed. <laughs> but 
I, I feel like, you know, they did the Batman, they did the three Batman movies and Nolan said he was done and Bale said he was done. And then around the same time that that was ending, they started Man of Steel with Henry Cavill. And then instead of going, all right, well, let's look over and see what Marvel was doing. And, and they saw, because Marvel, you know, we're not, we're not going to retread the whole thing, but Marvel built their way up to the Avengers. Yeah. You know, they, they earned the Avengers and the Avengers made them all kinds of money. And Warner Brothers went, well, why can't we do that? Yeah, we, we want all kinds of money. And, and so they tried to skip the hard work. Like they didn't go, okay, well, let's just copy what they did. Let's start at zero. We'll take Man of Steel. Like people didn't necessarily like it as much as we wanted to, but at least, you know, but they didn't hate it either. You know, so let's build off of that, you know, restart, uh, you know, Green Lantern, start up Wonder Woman, start up Aquaman, start up Flash, you know, do Cyborg, you know, build it back up and then bring a new Batman back in and do the Justice League and make this like a 10 year plan. They just went, fuck it. Let's go right for the Justice League. Yeah. Where like. You know, Marvel earned the ability to make the Avengers by building the characters and making them people that you actually cared about. I know there's a lot of people who are like, well, Iron Man was a B-less character before Robert Downey Jr. Bullshit. Stop it. There was a reason why they started with Iron Man, because he is a very well-known character. He had a number of animated series. He had video games. Yeah, so he was in what, Captain America and the Avengers? Or like right. Super Nintendo? Right. You go back and look at every every Marvel video game prior to, you know, the MCU and Iron Man was, you know, unless it was just a Spider-Man game or Iron X-Men. Man. Yeah, or X-Men game. Iron Man was part of it. He was he well, I wouldn't say he was never like maybe because you've got the pantheon of characters. If you go anywhere, you talk to your parents, you know, you're, you know, I use my mom as an example. If I showed them, if I showed her a list of characters. She would be able to identify Spider-Man. She would be able to identify Superman and Batman. Those are your top three. You know, those, those, you know, one, two, and three in the comic book world. There's a small chance that she would have been able to identify Iron Man prior to the movies. You know, there was a black, there was a black Sabbath song. Uh, you know. I am Iron Man. All right. You know. So it is, you know, I, I know people love to say, well, you know, he was a nobody character. He was nothing. He was B-list or C-list. Uh, I mean, he was pretty big in the Marvel world, in the Marvel comic books before the movies. The movies just, you know, helped cement him even further. Right. That iconic character. Yeah. But, you know, so I don't know. I don't know where DC falls apart. I don't know if it's just because they were so envious of what Marvel was doing or because they were like, look at what Marvel's doing. Zack Snyder, you do it. Or, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say. But, you know, anyway. I'd say the Flash movie. Never coming out? Man, I don't know. Because they've spent even more on that movie than they did on the Batgirl movie. Right. Um. I would say that one of the, the something that you would have to look into doing um, 
they've done it with other movies, never with the main character of the movie. Oh, just reshoot everything with him? um, Because you don't have to reshoot the movie. You basically just have to find an actor who is about the same size as Ezra Miller and then have him just kind of get on a green screen and redo the motions and then just put his face over everything. Um, Bring back the one from the TV show. Yeah, Grant Gustin. Why not? Yeah. Um, That's what they should have done. They should have used that green arrow, that flash. Yeah, I mean, that that is... That is something also like they just they were like, we've also got this super successful TV world that we're going to completely ignore. Yeah, like all the stuff they did on the TV, their t- their shows were good. The, they did I good actually, casting, there was good writing. But then when it comes to the movie, they're like, mm, we forgot what we were doing here. Scrap it all. I don't I, again, I don't know how true this is. Um you know, because the internet does say things that is, you know, all over the place. Um, now, this this part is true. The the new president of HBO Discovery, whatever they're calling themselves, um, the guy who canceled the Batgirl movie, um, has said that he wants um, Superman back in the DC universe. Um, he wants he wants a Kevin Feige like character, and they're trying to hire them and get him into place they want he wants a 10-year a, a hard set 10-year plan and they want to because they said you know is he's saying the dc movies have been all over the place and they need to fix they need to fix it they need to figure it out one of the rumors was that they were recording or have hired greg berlanti to take over the movie side All right. I mean, he did a fairly decent job with the TV shows. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you could also make the argument that he also CW, and, and I don't know if it was they CW'd up those characters because they were on the CW or if that's the kind of person that Greg Berlanti is. I mean, he I'm, obviously I'm has. I'm hoping a, it's because of the networks they're on because they did the same thing with Constantine. Right. He could have been so much more if he wasn't on what was it NBC? Whatever bad network that whatever wrong network he was on in the first place. Yeah, that that was like a, a sci-fi network or one of those. No, it wasn't even sci. I think it would have no, been better that, if it had been yeah, on that's, sci-fi. That's what I mean. It's one of those where it should have been. Yeah. That that's like a sci-fi show where it's this is what's going on. You need to be able to go darker and right more adult than what they tried doing. Yeah. So who knows? You know, it is. It, you know, I, I, you know, my only fear with putting Berlanti in charge of the movies is that, you know, there was just a lot of, you know, a lot of being a little bit too teen friendly on the TV shows. You yeah, because there was a lot of stuff there at the end after after Arrow ended, where I just kind of gave up on the whole Berlanti verse as as a whole. Um, I, I I gave up even before Arrow ended. Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. I think they were all still on doing new stuff when I just I stopped. Well, Arrow ended. I hung on to Flash for a little bit longer, and then that was also around the time that I canceled cable. And CW made it near impossible to keep watching the show because, like, 
you couldn't just like bank three or four episodes. No, because I had Hulu Live and then I canceled Hulu Live. Hulu Live went from like 25 bucks a month to like 60 bucks a month. Wow. And um, so I couldn't bank like, you know, three or four or five episodes and then, you know, burn through them in a weekend. You know, if you got more than like three episodes behind, you were just, you lost an episode. So I was like, oh, now I got to wait for Netflix. And then a whole bunch of their off screen nonsense happened. And I was like, yeah, right, I'm just done. And then flipping back and forth, big like, okay, watch Arrow, Arrow, a Flash, Arrow, Flash, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I, it it just got too much. I couldn't. Yeah. I was like, I can't. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, did you other than She Hulk? Did you watch anything recently? Um. Not that I could really think of. I'm trying to think of what I did watch. Uh, no, not really. Was I supposed to? Uh, oh, I, I, I did watch Prey. Oh, yeah, okay. I I watched that as well. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, as you say, thoroughly enjoyed it. That was really good. Yeah. And you can tell the people who didn't watch it on the review, like when you're reading the reviews, after I watched it, I could, I could pretty easily pick out um, who hasn't actually watched the movie? Yeah, or who watched a little of it and went, "Oh, this is what it is." Yeah, let me write because, my review. Yeah, because they're like, "Oh, I can't believe how how would you make this woman be?" Well, you didn't watch the movie, did you? Like, yeah, you might have <laughs> you might have taken in the first ten you, minutes. You watched the trailer and decided what the movie was before. You know, yeah, the same guys who are writing the exact same reviews about Captain Marvel. Um, they're just the they're, she they're Hulk, just erasing you know. the word Captain Marvel, putting in She Hulk, erasing right. literally the same copy and paste. Yeah, that that same like you know what? How dare you? you know, how dare you make Ray the most powerful person in Star Wars universe? So you know, I mean, anyway, um, I, guess, I guess that makes us oddly feminist on this episode. <laughs> what are you looking for approval to be a feminist or? No, I just got people moving around me. Oh. Uh, I don't need approval. I okay. do it alone. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought they did, you know, have after I watched it, I was like, okay, you know, um now now I, I you know, I wanna see more, like not necessarily of that story. But but through other periods of time. Right. Um, but like, I mean, I saw people talking about like feudal Japan, so like samurais, um, that would be cool. Um, yeah, you know, uh, maybe go to like the crustaceous but Jurassic periods, have them fight some dinosaurs. Okay, that'd be weird, but I'm I'm for it. Um, you know, the Vikings, yeah, I'd be wrong. You know the the Huns, and I, I think I don't know if we actually talked about this when we were recording or we weren't. It's hard to keep track. But even how they didn't like make the predator so overpowering, like he is now. Like they right. did, they did that good job of being like he's still evolving too. They're right, still and, evolving. and you know I watched it with Jess, um, and she that was the first predator movie she had ever watched, and so like later that day. Or like the next day we watch Predator. 
So I had, I had sat down and watched Predator in probably 20 years. But, you know, I've seen it a number of times. So it wasn't like anything that happened in that movie was surprising. You weren't, you weren't shocked by anything? <laughs> no, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. What? That <laughs> but, like, you could definitely see that the, the people who wrote Prey watched Predator a bunch because they, they moved his skill level or that, you know, his, that not necessarily because it wasn't the same, you know, Predator. But they moved that species skill level down. So yeah. that it wasn't, you know, the same guy who showed up with the rocket cannons, you know. Right. They kept some of it and then they dumped some of it down to make it be like, okay, he hasn't evolved or figured out this technology right. yet, which was right. good to see. And then I skipped Predator 2. Uh, I, I do need to rewatch that one because it's been probably even longer since I've watched that one and rewatched that Adrian Brody Predators movie. Yeah. Um, which I have I- to say. It gets better. a lot. It gets a lot more hate than it deserves. It does. It was a lot better than I remembered it being. Um, yeah. it, it still wasn't as good as as the other two that I watched. But yeah, it definitely gets a lot of hate that it doesn't deserve. Um, I do need to watch that other Predators one with Thomas Jane because I've never seen that one. That Keegan um, Michael Key, Thomas Jane, Olivia Munn. Yeah, I can't remember. There's a bunch of Olivias, and I can't keep. Them straight. Who was was who was dating Rogers? Olivia Munn. I believe so. Because it's that one. Okay. Was Olivia Munn Psylocke? Yes. Okay. Then yes, it was her. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how we keep track of our Olivia's. What which one was dating Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, which one was in this? Which one was in this? What uh the one that was dating Aaron Rodgers. Got it. Okay. Got it. Um, I did tweet Aaron Rodgers. I did not get a response. I didn't either. Um, I did say, hey, man, uh, we, we see that you love Nicolas Cage as well. So, you know, if you want to go back a couple episodes and re-listen to that bracket episode, um, I did. Okay, there we go. We can talk about that. I did watch a couple of those Nicolas Cage movies. That I said we were gonna. That I said that we uh, took notes on. Yeah, we that, didn't watch. That we were like, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, Move it on. Uh, yeah, um, I watched Army of One. That's the Bin Laden. Yeah, the Bin Laden okay. one. That movie is bizarre. Um, bizarrely good, bizarrely bad. A little of both. We're, we're, uh, I wish I had the paper in front of me, but I don't remember what it beat. I don't either. Um, I would say it probably got as far as it deserved to go. Okay. Um, it is a masterclass of, of Nicolas Cage just being weird. And based on what I could read later on after I watched the movie, it's not even as weird as the real guy was. All right. Um, um, I didn't necessarily like the ending of the movie, uh, but, you know, the first three quarters, uh, 89, 80, 85% was was pretty good, was enjoyable. Uh, What was that other one? Uh, Jiu-Jitsu. Yes. Yeah, we we put that one a lot further than we probably should have. It was uh, was bad. Yeah, it was bad. There's... There's a there's a reason why people didn't talk about that one. I started watching 
oh god what is it called primal oh that gendy tartovsky uh show no the movie the Nicholas Cage one, where he's the guy on the boat with the oh, animals. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't gotten all the way through it yet, but that's another one where it's like, uh, all right. So maybe we put that one a little bit further than we should have. Yeah. Let me get more through it and I can have a better understanding. Okay. I, I'll, I got to watch that one. Um, I mean, not a Nicholas Cage thing, but I recently uh, finally decided to sit down and watch Only Murders in the Building. Is that, that the Hulu uh, one? Yeah, the, the Steve Martin, Martin Short, Selena Gomez show. Yes, I've been meaning to, but haven't. Um, well, I'll give you an indication of what I think about it. I started it third Wednesday or Thursday night. I'm already halfway through season two. Okay, so it's bad. <laughs> By your standards. It, uh, yeah, I... I I want. I, I I should have been writing scripts uh, for stuff, future projects for future projects. I I did manage to get one of the two scripts that I have a, a hard due date on done, um, but I probably should have spent a little more time starting the second script. Uh, but instead, I've watched a lot of Only Murders in the Building. Um, Excellent. So you know, without giving too much away. I mean, it's Steve Martin and Martin Short. You can't go wrong with those two guys. Um, And it does have a particular interest to us because it is about podcasts. Oh, is it? Yeah. All Uh, right. It's funny. It's interesting. What is that Martin Short movie he did where he's like a fairy, an angel? Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean... Oh, it's so it's a really old movie. It's gonna bug me now. You, you go go on with your thought. I got. Um, so I, I do recommend. I do recommend that. Um, I don't know. In continuing with my my recent eighties obsession in the last couple of weeks, I I rewatched or watched Nine to Five and Fletch because you know again when I think pop culture, I think. 80s movies so you know there's that i played a lot of lego star wars in the last couple of weeks it's it's a simple wish i don't know that one it's uh martin short mara wilson who's the one who played oh that other matilda matilda Matilda? yeah and kathleen turner oh okay It's, it's from 97 I I can't say that I haven't seen it, but nothing about that is jumping off the off the. I don't know why I was like, "What? What is the name of that movie?" But there we go. That was gonna bug me. Um. Okay. Well. Um. I'm sure that Jeremy's being subjected to a bunch of new material so maybe you know he'll have some some stuff to bring to us because you know I'm quite positive his kidnappers will be tying him to a chair and making him watch nothing but new movies yeah. and new tv shows um fingers so, crossed um but normally you bring us our our uh, morbid segment of the week do you 
Do you have anybody you want to bring up or? Uh, I don't have the notes in front of me. Any, uh, any celebrity deaths recently? I know, I know what you're going for, but I can't remember the name and I don't have the notes in front of me. All right. Well, we have Anne Heche. Uh, she passed away um, because she got super wasted on cocaine, I believe is what they said, and drove her car through a house. Ah. So, so don't do that. Yeah, don't don't do that. Uh, drug drugs is a hell of a thing. And I don't even know. Is she another one of those? Or like, oh, that person. I mean, she's probably more famous for her off-camera stuff because she was dating Ellen for a while. Um, but I mean, she's done a lot of movies. Um. um Let's see here. Eight Days and Seven Nights with uh, Harrison Ford. Um, she was in the remake of Psycho. She's oh, done. Jesus. I'm looking through some of this. I have only seen one of these. And it's not the one you would think it is. It's uh, My Friend Dahmer. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, that's, yes. That's the only one I've seen. Well, let's just give a quick highlight here. We got we're not gonna go through we're not we're not gonna be doing an Ant Hage bracket anytime soon. So don't worry about that. Yeah. Um she seems to be doing a lot more TV recently. But she was in Wild card with Jason Statham. We'll have to ask Jeremy how that one was. Um, she did an HBO show called Hung that I can only imagine what that's about. Um, she had a cameo in The Other Guys. Yeah. Where? Where's her? Where's where she became famous? Here we go. All right, so yeah, John Q, Ally McBeal, Psycho, Six Days, Seven Nights, Wag the Dog, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Volcano, Donnie Brosco. Which one is, is Volcano the one with... Uh... I'm pretty sure that's the one with Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, that's the one with Tommy Lee Yeah, Jones. okay, I've seen that. That, that was when, that one and Dante's Beat came out at the same time. Right, that one I've seen, I enjoyed it. She was in The Juror, Simple Twist of Fate, Milk Money, a movie that uh, probably has interest by some people, Girls in Prison. Um, yeah, I mean, she's done a lot of stuff. I mean, she's been around, so, you know. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, hopefully, you know, if you have a drug problem, you know, take this as a wake-up call, you know, with, you know. Just because she's super famous and, you know, has way more money than we do, uh, oh. didn't didn't save her, you know, didn't didn't solve her problem. So, no. you know, please, if you're if you're one of our our listeners and you've got a problem, please seek help. Like, don't drive your car into somebody else's house. I mean, yeah. the fact before, that before it's too late. Yeah. The fact that she didn't kill anybody on her way out is a miracle. 
you know, no, nobody was, nobody but her was injured. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't take away from the tragedy, but, yeah. uh, oh, and Vin Scully passed away since the last time we talked about, since the last time we've done one of these regular episodes. Okay. You know, well, you know. Uh, is one of them where I'm like, okay, who's this? The voice of baseball. He was, he was the Dodgers and that. He was the Dodgers oh. announcers from he he. Other than the name, he was one of the few things that went with them from Brooklyn to LA. Like, yeah. I mean, when you when you think of the voice of baseball, like that is the. I mean, even though he was the Dodgers, so the enemy. He, he is the he is uh he is their Bob Uecker. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Bob Uecker is the Brewers and Scully. Right. Because, That's why I said he is their Bob Uecker. Because I mean, he I mean, literally called his first World Series at like age like twenty four, twenty five, like when they were the Brooklyn Dodgers, and then you know he you know the the amount of history that he was involved in with baseball because not only he didn't just do Dodger games like he also did like whatever network would have the World Series like they'd bring him in just to do the World Series for a little while. Um, he did, I think he did college football for, or the NFL for here and there. He did um, some golf, some, and some NFL as well. Yeah. I mean, he was also in a couple movies because, you know, you can't do a movie with a, about baseball without bringing in Ben Scully. I mean, he was one of those guys that like, if you followed baseball at all, you heard that voice. Yeah. You know, that, that voice, you know, because it's like Bob Uecker when Bob Uecker unfortunately passes away, it's going to be a very similar you know, don't make, don't make, don't end this episode by making me sad. I mean, you know, it, uh, you know, I'm hoping it's not anytime soon. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, how old is Bob? 80 uh, something? Uh, well, in that range. Uh, he is 88. 88 yeah so man it's that's that's crazy to think of of bob Uecker and ben scully like doing man just that would be amazing to find a job at that young of an age and then just be able to do that for the rest of your life uh vin scully was 94 man good good on him good good life yeah so all right um well then, I guess if you uh, if you think it's a good idea to uh, kidnap one third of America's podcast, and or you know spend ninety million dollars on a movie and then just decide not to release it, remember, stupid never walks alone. Yeah. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to an 80s flick flashback podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Do you love movies of a certain age? Do you miss the days of VHS tapes, VCRs, and the video rental stores? Does the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable? My name is Tim Williams. I'm the creator and host of the 80s flick flashback podcast. On each episode, I'm joined by guest co-host to discuss one of the many movies released in the 1980s. 
We share our first-time watch memories, our favorite scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories about the cast and crew along the way. New episodes are released every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an excellent episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast. The ad is over. Go home. Go.